superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. It is exciting. What is that? This is the Rich Eisen Show. This day and age, even the National Football League has to come out with its best foot forward. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Tom Brady raising a banner in Tampa. And who is there to kick it off? The Dallas Cowboys. Nobody disgusts me more than a Cowboy fan. Today's guest, Jets head coach Robert Sala. Packers running back Aaron Jones. Raiders General Manager Mike Mayock, plus J.B. Smoove. And now, it's Rich Eisen. All righty, everybody. Welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show. Pleased that you are with us here for this three-hour program that is going to be a lot of fun. We say hello to everybody out there on NBC Sports on Peacock, everybody who's listening on this Rich Eisen Show uh, terrestrial radio affiliate, Sirius XM, NBC Sports Audio Channel 211, or uh, streaming us uh, with uh, with our free streaming audio partner, um, our friends at Odyssey. We appreciate everybody being out there with their ear gates and their eye gates, as Michael Irvin, my colleague, who I spent a lot of time with last night with on the NFL schedule release show. Um, and good to see you over there, Chris hey, Brockman. How are What's you, sir? Good to man. see you. And Mike Del Tufo good is back. Hey. Good to see you. Wait till we show you what he was up to last couple of days. Uh, Good to see you over there, TJ Jefferson. How are you? It's great to be here, Rich. You know what I mean? It's interesting that you you, you rock your Mets cap today. I mean, what's going on? I I mean, mean, we've won a few games in a row, and I don't know what's going on, and I don't know if this is bad luck right now. I was just going to say. I don't know. It doesn't matter. You still have nine of the teams you could just uh, root for. The audacity. Okay. How rude. Very good. If you know, I'm I'm just catching my breath right now, and that's not because we did a three hour show yesterday, and then they did another three hour show on NFL Network. Uh, it's just that you you said to me something about the schedules. You're like, do I want anything printed out or something like that? Was you TJ? That was yeah, me, right yeah, before because yeah. I'm trying to look and, out for you. No, and I appreciate that. And I remember that I have the NFL Network research schedule packets. Uh, I had two of them sitting in the front seat of my car specifically so I could have it on my desk here. For the show today, and you gave the second one to Chris, even though I asked. That's well, fine. that's okay. Yeah. It's all right because he was he was spatially closest to me right. uh, because uh, you know I'm 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 uh, I'm parked. Um, I plugged my car in because I I you know I drove all over Los Angeles yesterday and forgot to charge it overnight, uh-huh. so I had to actually charge it here. Um, so it's very it's further away than where <laughs> I normally park. Yeah, um, Liz Wailed, who is uh, who is thankfully uh, right there at the door uh, of the Rich Eisen Show staff. Uh, I had her hold open the second security door, so I I ran to the front row, the front seat of my car to get mm-hmm. these schedules right before furthest I've ever been away from the show chair with two minutes to go, and maybe <laughs> in my entire career ever anywhere. Yeah, when you left, we were like, you want "Where one, are you going?" Yeah. I know, like, where are you going? <laughs> it, wasn't like, came, it wasn't like bourbon three, two, dude, no, well, like, sit down. Well, that's what's and, and you know my you know I, I got my cardio in. Uh, people here on the campus of AT and T wondering why is he why is this guy running to his car? Uh, at any rate, so I'm I'm excited to be here because uh, uh, and, and, we've got a great guest list. Uh, Robert Sala is first up. He was supposed to be at 20 minutes past the hour coming in. He's he has to go a little bit earlier, and 
if I said no and the Jets lost a game this year, I would think it's because he didn't prepare those extra five minutes in the middle of May. <laughs> your fault. Because of me. So when he says, can I go a little bit early, the answer is absolutely. Yeah. Aaron Jones will be joining us, top of hour number two. Um, he's one of the guys that the Packers you know, paid and kept brought around back. and brought back and running the get band back together. And I can't wait to ask him about another guy named Aaron. That'll be coming up top of hour number two. Mike Mayock will join us top of hour number three to talk about the bottle service at the <laughs> new Raiders stadium. You think the they'll have sparklers too? Know, Mike, you've missed that yeah, the last I'm actually a uh, guest DJ one week. I can't wait to talk about all of that with everybody. And look who's right. At, this is what I love about this show. Mike Mayock and J.B. Smoove back-to-back could be, you know, further polar opposites. Because, again, Mike Mayock's pop culture knowledge stopped after Stripes hit, uh, uh, you know, the what a, the, the, the disc. What, what, remember those big discs? The laser disc. The laser disc. Yes. Yeah, when, when Stripes came out on laser disc, that's, that's when Mike Mayock stopped paying attention to pop culture. So, Wasn't it halfway through the movie? He didn't even get through the second half, right? Yeah, because he didn't right. flip the disc. You used to have to flip the laser <laughs> disc. It was 1981. So, and then we'll talk wow. about the schedule release with everybody, with probably with the exception of JB. We'll probably talk about all of the five years that he spent as the Rich Eisen Show Super Bowl oh. correspondent. He's got a daily podcast out nice. called uh, May I Elaborate? And I have been told that this, la- this week is the final week of principal shooting for Curb Your Enthusiasm's latest mm-hmm upcoming season we will find out about all that stuff from jb in hour number three is as uh ld like myself uh a follically challenged man from new york who lives and dies with the new york jets Rich, I was actually hoping you might get a cameo this season, but with a week left i don't think it's gonna happen you know and uh, and interestingly enough um you know schedule comes out and you know uh first thing i i looked for was the green bay packers schedule I really was because I'm like wondering how did the schedule because the schedule makers obviously put this thing together far in advance. And if you pull one game from here, you can't even call it a domino effect or a ripple effect. It affects everything. But they now have, you know, some uh, some computer programs that handle all of these algorithms. If you take one out, you plug one in. They used to literally have a a, a, um, like a a board with little uh, round clips that you'd put on the wall like tokens, tags, wow. that you'd remove this tag from week one for this AFC team, and then right. you put it on that tag, hanging on, would hang on a, like on a nail, like those tags that you used to have in summer camp to, to, to check in that you were at waterfront. Oh. You know, like that's the way they used to do this. Now, now it's all computer generated. And, you know, I looked at the Packers' schedule, and they're all in. They did full speed ahead. Full speed ahead. They're not sitting here thinking, well, Aaron Rodgers may not show up, so we're not going to stop from what we're doing, which is put the Packers on national television pretty much four straight weeks right out of the gate at New Orleans, late window on Fox. Now, the interesting thing is that there's also a late window on CBS. The Browns and the Chiefs are on late in the afternoon, so most of the country is going to get that game on CBS. At the same time, most of the country is going to get the game on Fox of Packers and Saints. So much of the country is going to be tuning into two games. It's your choice who you want to watch. But that's a rare double header window for both networks yeah. to come out of the gate. So if you're watching Fox, 
in America on Sunday, September 12th, you're going to see the Packers at New Orleans. And then there's a Monday nighter home against Detroit. And then there's a Sunday nighter at San Francisco. And then there is a late window on CBS. Whole country gets Nance and Romo and Lambeau for Steelers at Packers. So if Aaron decides to not show up, the entire country has a front row seat to what is going to happen with Jordan Love maybe getting all the holdout summer reps. And yesterday, right before the schedule show went on the air, Blake Bortles was signed by the Packers. Ooh. And that's your depth chart right now if Aaron decides not to show up. And you could sit here and say, is he going to hold out in the season and cost money? Uh, maybe, yeah. Because if you remember, Emmett was holding out just as a pure contract play years ago. Held out. Cowboys went 0-2, and that was the end of that. Jerry's like, <laughs> I, uncle, come on in. You're paid. And then they won the Super Bowl that year. Of course. So the NFL wasn't sitting back and saying, well, yeah, we, we got to hedge our bet a little bit. Let's put those big games with the Packers on their schedule later on in the season. No, right out of the gate. So if Rodgers comes back, then obviously we get to see the Packers play some pretty hefty games to start off in front of the whole country and see how that plays out. But if it is Jordan Love, because Rodgers got the trade that he wanted, which he may not, but who knows. And Jordan Love didn't dress at all last year, and he's going to get the reps, we assume, in the mini camp and get the reps whenever, if Aaron doesn't show in training camp, and then off you go against New Orleans, then off you go. NFC North battle against the Lions. Sure, say what you want about the Honolulu Blue. We have no idea. No Boom. Idea. Off you go. Welcome to the party, pal. That's right, the whole country. So the NFL scheduling department wasn't like reading the headlines off of draft night and we got to reconfigure that. Nope, full speed ahead. That's what I noticed. That's what I noticed. At Kansas City is going to be a, a huge week nine game. So they they put that right in the middle of the season. But you look at the back end of the season, there aren't too many marquee games. They shoved all, a lot of their marquee games. And right, right, and they've got two Sunday nighters. The first six week weeks. 14, week 17 could be flexed out. Who knows? They could be two and four after six Who weeks. Who knows? I found that of interest. What do you think about your team's schedule? Call us at 844-204-RICH. Number to dial. We've got a lot of real estate. But I want to take a break to be as on time as possible for Robert Sala. And then Aaron Jones, Mike Mayock, J.B. Smoove here on this busy edition of the Rich Eisen Show. But when we come back, it is none other than the head coach of the New York Jets, Robert Sala, on the Rich Eisen Show. Do want to take a quick moment to tell you about the epic speed driver. Callaway is using artificial intelligence to bring you the future of speed, the jailbreak speed frame on the epic Callaway driver. The epic speed driver is something else because what it does is it enhances the torch it what it does is it, it it makes sure that the torsional stability at impact is enhanced what does that mean it means the driver head doesn't twist or deform when it hits the ball as much that means more energy stays in the driver face that means more energy is transferred to the golf ball that means more energy to the golf ball means ball speed it means ball go far here's phil on the screen hitting bombs most players are going to love the forgiveness of the epic max 
The Epic Speed is the fastest Epic, and the better player's Epic Max LS, which we're seeing on the screen from the Tour players, capitalizes on the Tour preferred combination of low spin plus high stability. Check out the Epic family of drivers at CallawayGolf.com slash Epic. The head coach of the New York Jets, Robert Sala, when we come back on The Rich Eisen Show. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed What nickname are you most proud of that you did? Oh, man. By the way, I knew that's when I arrived is when you called me Betty uh, Davis. Rich Betty Davis Betty Eisen. Davis Eisen. And, and you, you also went Rich Kaleidoscope Eisen. Well, you, you, you did that could, too. We could definitely go a lot of ways with that. Betty Davis, Kaleidoscope. Lucy in the Sky with Eisen. You also no, gave me could, that yeah, one. Once, once one. you're on a roll, <laughs> maybe a beer in, then they, then they start coming. Um, Prep. The thing about the nicknames, and I know we talked about it, is they never, this is revisionist history, when people write, well, he really wanted to do this to be famous. Garbage. I did it because it was 2.30 in the morning, and it said Seattle 5, Kansas City 2 with no pictures for a minute. Yeah, right. You got to go with something. <laughs> right. So here's Julio, won't you let me take you on a seat cruise, had three doubles for the Mariners. <laughs> okay, so it's just, it came out, it worked, it, we, we, that's not the question you asked me. The ones that work the best are the ones that, they're all plays on names, none are derogatory. But you don't have to eat. So Bert be home by 11. Right, okay? that's a good one. So, <laughs> well, you don't have to know he's a pitcher. You don't have to know he throws a curveball. Right. You don't have to know anything. Right. Every kid's heard it. Every parent said it. You don't even have to be a baseball fan to get that. So a lot of them are food. Some of them are I mean, John, tonight, let it be Lowenstein. I mean, um, there. I mean, there's Jose, can you see Cruz? O to B, Young again, McDowell. McDowell. I mean, there was Jim, two silhouettes on 
Duches. I mean, that's music. Joe Actual Retail yeah, price. price. I mean, there's just... It's, it but, here, it's it, but there's... It's a game everyone can play, you know? And then, then yeah. with football, you go over to high... Only under highlights and, you know... Eric sleeping with Bienna. That's my favorite. Eric sleeping with Bienna or um, Bernard innocent until proven until guilty. proven guilty. Yeah, everybody has their, their Andre favorites. Andre Bad Moon rising. Well, that was next. <laughs> well, he tattooed Bad Moon right here on uh, pre-tattoo no. days. Andre's great on buddy left, of mine. On the left bicep. No, no way he knew who Creedence Clearwater Revival. Was. <laughs> <laughs> no way. But Bad Moon rising, you know. There's what? tons of them. All right, back here on the Rich Eisen Show. Well, how much time to our radio audience is back? Mikey Del Tufo? Probably 50, about, about 50. All right. Robert Sala is calling in from the New York Jets and uh, shortly. Uh, 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. Aaron Jones and then Mike Mayock and J.B. Smoove uh, will be here on this show. Do you have a poll question in mind over there, Christopher, at all? You know, I was going to look through, based on the schedules, uh, which non-playoff teams best chance to make the playoffs this year. I like doing those early on. Okay. But I, I love these questions. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Because, you know, uh, back here on the Rich Eisen Show, so Brockman's going to put up a poll question, which is which which team has a better chance to make the playoffs? I would or say like which uh, non-playoff team from 2020 has the best chance to get in this year. That's easy. Okay. Very good. Cowboy. Well, it's funny because all of these questions, all of these questions are, are like all of these questions are, are like it really hasn't changed very much. Right, but now we know. But now we know who pl- the when. order of things. Yeah, order. Well, look, if Green Bay gets off to a two and four start, right. Suddenly they're way behind the eight ball. Well, I know that because you take a look. Um, you know, uh, Robert Sala is um, uh, is calling into the show right now. Is he in right now? Is he on? Okay, great. He's the head coach of the New York Jets. He is Robert Sala. How are you, sir? I'm doing great, uh, Rich. How you doing? Man? I'm doing better. Thanks for calling in to, or thanks for, I guess, zooming in or what have you to the NFL Network show last night and, and calling in today. Um, you know, it's funny. Whenever I ask a coach, you know, I've, I've done this a, a few times about the schedule. I know you want to play them. It doesn't matter when you play them. You play them when you got to play them. But, you know, um, you're on the road for five out of the first, uh, gosh, uh, eight games. I mean, and and so I guess that that is a challenge, including a London game as well, going across the pond. Is that what you look at when you first get a hand uh, on a schedule? Uh, You look at all of it and you just try to you try to find the positives. At least I do. Um, And, uh, you know, we've we've got a very, very young team and it's going to be baptism by fire. I mean, we throw them out there, hit the road and uh, it's uh, it's going to be fun to watch these these young men grow together because it's. Um, Joe and his staff have, have done a, a great job assembling a, a pretty cool roster, and we, you know, it's not just time to mesh and, and grow, but it's it is stuff you look at. But uh, you just try to look at look at it from all angles and try to seek the positive. Well, in terms of baptism by fire, is it true that um, you know at your one of your first practices you forgot that you were the head coach for a split <laughs> second? Is that a true story? Not. It wasn't that I forgot the, that I was the head coach. It was just one of those. Oh wait a minute! I'm supposed to break down the team after the after uh, after practice, you know. Was, <laughs> but uh, you know, you're you're involved in practice and you're going at it and you're coaching guys and and you're having a good time. And then the horn blows and uh, 
And it was just one of those aha moments. Like, hey, I could add that to the list of duties. But um, <laughs> you're the HC now. You're the one who does that. <laughs> yeah. you, what you were waiting no, for, like Kyle to show up to do that? Is that what it was? Is that what happened? You know, you get in a routine with practice, and and you just uh, you you get in the you get in the element of coaching, and you just uh, the the world goes away when you're on the grass, and uh, all titles, all responsibility, it just it go. You know, I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but uh, <laughs> but uh, it was it was awesome. But but you know it's. It's rookie minicamp. It was rookie minicamp for everyone, and uh, it was uh, it was great. And I'm sure there's going to be a lot of aha moments along the way, and I'm excited to embrace them. I'm sure Robert Sala, head coach of the New York Jets. Um, before we get to the here and now, I want to turn back the clock just a little bit here, and because uh, the decision that that was so crucially important and also informed the rest of the draft, because we all assumed and rightfully so that Jacksonville was going to take Trevor Lawrence was the Sam Darnold, do we keep him, do we not, what do we do with the second overall pick combination? At what point did you did you see Zach Wilson and say that's the guy as much as you might have uh, liked Sam personally and also what he could do on the field? What, what, when did that happen where you're like, okay, Zach's the guy, that's the guy? You know, there was a um, – well, we studied um, all the quarterbacks pretty early. And uh, it was clear to us that he was um, he was up there as, and worthy of not only the number two pick but the number one pick in our opinion. Uh, he's he's just a worthy football player. And um, and from there there was just a lot of all right. Well, let's just get these boxes checked. As, you know, from medical to seeing him in person to having conversations and talking to him, and um, and every single hurdle or every obstacle that was presented to to the young man, he he crushed it and. Uh, and so as far as, you know, the decision with Sam, you know, that didn't come along until Joe was given an offer he couldn't refuse, and uh, and we and, and that was it. So it just kind of happened uh, semi-organically, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, when Joe said he was listening to all calls, he wasn't lying. He was listening to everything for the two, for Sam, for everything. And uh, and we were gathering as much information. I thought Joe and, and his, his staff did such a phenomenal job uh, with their due diligence and not just rushing to answers and getting opinions from and and different viewpoints from not only the coaching staff for, but from his staff, so it was very thorough and uh, and I feel like we we made the best decision for the organization moving forward. Well, in terms of just all of us in the NFL media world, we were just so taken aback when the 49ers made such a an aggressive maneuver during Zach Wilson's pro day is when that news came about. Was that the first that you had heard of that? trade was yeah, that that pro day yeah and, and what's funny is we're, we're having breakfast with john and and his staff it just goes to show you how great they are at keeping things in house i mean we're having breakfast with all of them and the next thing you know we're getting these tweets i like well geez john you could have told us we we're sitting right there at breakfast <laughs> <laughs> but uh to credit to those guys they're they're very very um at good at keeping things in house and uh uh, a model for what you want every organization to be with regards to that. Well, in terms of the closeness, you're referring to John Lynch, the general manager of the 49ers, and obviously that's that's the organization from from where you were hired by the Jets to be the head coach. The closeness that you have was in the NFL media's eyes, the sense as to why the Niners went at three as opposed to you at two, is they knew that you had no intention as the HC or along with the GM of – of coughing up that too because you liked Zach Wilson so much. Is that, did they ever reach out to you and suss you out to maybe use you for information before they went to three? 
Coach? No, they. You, you, there was. Uh, uh, we keep things in the house too. I know, I know the the Zach thing became a a pretty open deal once Sam got uh, traded, but uh, I thought we've done a really good job keeping things in house and making sure people we weren't tipping our hands and what we liked and what we didn't like. But uh, you know they they they've done a good job. They're you know Kyle is phenomenal at evaluating quarterbacks and. He, in his heart, and talking to him afterwards, believed that all five were capable of the three pick, and um, and they it just came down to deciding on which one that they they wanted to go after, and uh, and I think they they did a great job with their due diligence, also. Well, I got to tell you, Coach. You know, speaking as a native New Yorker, you know, you know, uh, you know what my team is, right? Growing up, and and the team that I've been following, and you have so many hearts and minds in your care right now because of the decision what was made at second overall. What what about Zach Wilson makes you think or believe or know that he can handle all, the, all those hearts and minds and hopes as well at such a young age coming from such a vastly different part of the country? What, what, what makes you think he's ready for this, what's coming? You know, I, th- I think he's prepared for this his whole life. You know, like, um, I-, I know it's not the stage that New York is, but BYU is, is it's, all, it's all there is out in Utah. I mean, that's not the only thing that's out there, but it's, it's BYU, it's Utah. It's, and the, the amount of attention and media scrutiny and the, the all eyes on, on that program, uh, they live, breathe, and love BYU football and Utah, for that matter. So, um He's been at the eye of the storm for a very, very long time in terms of just the amount of pressure that that is put on them to be successful. Um, and so, and, and when you talk to him, you know he's got a a confidence about him. He's he's very, very intelligent. Um, and are there going to be growing pains? There absolutely is. He's still a very young man trying to figure it out. But uh, the one good thing about Florham Park is it's still 30 miles away from Manhattan. So even though we're close, it still feels like 100 miles away. But uh, um, we've got tremendous confidence in him and uh, the uh, the growth he'll have as he as he becomes becomes who we think he'll be. Well, and and walk me through the process that you and Joe Douglas and the rest of the brass there, Robert Sala, went through on draft night where you could have stayed at 23 and potentially had your choice at running back and and added a running back to your new uh, quarterback, similar to what Jacksonville did. It even took, as you know, Trevor Lawrence's teammate in Travis Etienne. But instead, you moved up to get a guard to put next to Becton and have a left side of the line. I'm assuming where Vera Tucker's going to go. Why, why do that? What was that process like? You know, from, from an offensive line, it's the – Joe and I share the same beliefs in that, you know, it starts, obviously it starts with the quarterback, but in order to protect the quarterback, it goes to the trenches, both defensively and offensively. And, uh, you know, you saw what happened to Kansas City when they lost half their old line to injury. It just, it was Mahomes, as great as he is, had no chance. And uh, so Zach can be as great a quarterback as, as anyone in football, but we'll never know unless we can protect him and allow him the opportunity to get the ball out. So Vera Tucker was very high on the board, and Joe had a phenomenal plan on how he was going to attack it, and Vera Tucker made it to a spot where Joe didn't think it would happen, and I, he, there was no hesitation. He didn't blink. He got on the phone, made the, made the uh, movie he had to make, and uh, uh, we're very, very fortunate to get him because, you know, Elijah Moore was going to be a discussion at 23, mm-hmm. and he, we ended up getting him at 34. Michael Carter was going to be a discussion 
in the third round, and we got them at 107. So it it was such a it, everything fell uh, fell everything fell in place uh, exactly the way we were hoping, and uh, actually exceeded what we were hoping. And now it's just getting on the grass and helping these young men develop. Yeah. So what about Moore and Tucker? How how NFL ready do you think they are? You knowing uh, how to you know obviously get in the heads of rookies and put the bang thing on them from the defensive side. That's kind of what I, you know, the type of blood a former defensive coordinator would smell. So how, how, how ready are these guys with your rookie quarterback and, you know, uh, second year tackle and first year guard, how ready do you think you guys are to start competing right now? 2021. I think, I think they're going to compete their butts off for, uh, for first off. Now, how, what, what does that look like? What does that mean? I, I wish I could tell you, but they're what what they do have is an in, an incredible mindset. All of them do. They, the entire draft class does. And um, I mean, these guys are hungry. They want to learn. They want to be here. They want to they want to get better. And um, and so you know, one of the big things, and I, and I learned this many many years ago with Pete uh, out of Seattle, is you can't be afraid to play young guys because for all the lumps and bruises you'll take early. You're, they'll, they're the ones that are just going to accelerate in terms of growth. And uh, uh, so we're excited to get them on the field. We're excited to see them grow. And, yes, there's going to be some lumps and bruises along the way with the youth of our team, but, uh, but we're, we're really looking forward to seeing how these guys grow and mature and, and gel, gel with one another. Well, I mean, that's what Pete Carroll, I mean, that's that, the phrase always compete. The words are everywhere up there in Seattle. <laughs> when you, right. walk, you can't avoid those two words on the wall. So. So what is your mantra? Well, just before I let you go on, on your day here, again, you, you are aware that the fragility of your fan base, correct, and how, and how long it has been, right? You are, you are fully cognizant of this, right, Robert? I'm, I'm, I'm fully aware, and we embrace it. Um, I, actually, I absolutely love it. And, um, okay. You know, and, and, I, and I get it. I get it. When, the, the league is a league. If you win, you're a winner. If you lose, you're a loser. And, right. uh, uh, but, um, but the one thing that I'll say, you know, the the mantra's all gas, no break. And um, you know, just stepping on the gas and it's it's a way of life when you, how you wake up and, and approach every day and understanding that if you're not going to bed better than when you woke up, you're you, you miss an op. And uh uh so we're we're foot on the pedal and, and doing everything we can to try to get better every single day with how we meet, how we practice, how we eat, how we train, how we do everything. Um and uh we're excited to get, get going and we're excited to get to meet our all these guys we're excited for the pandemic to end so we can have face-to-face meetings we're excited for all of it and um we're excited for the challenge of doing something here that uh hasn't been done in a while and but uh it, it's gonna be fun it's gonna be a fun process i mean so is that what my problem's been for the first 51 years of my life is i have not embraced the fragility is that is that what you're saying to me yeah, because yeah. that's what <laughs> yeah. help me. so I, I don't mean to turn you into my dr melfi there in new jersey but i i mean like is that is that what my issue? Like, I need to embrace the fragility, coach. You know what? You, you know what? I'm. I I would like to see you at a few games. I know you're busy on, on Sundays, and I know. But I mean, when was the last time you came out to a game for the for the New York Jets? Yeah. Uh, well, I, I mean, as a fan, my as God, a fan. as a fan, as a fan, it was the uh, it was the <laughs> AFC Championship game that Parcells brought the Jets in and was actually up by t- 10 points on the Denver Broncos. I was sitting up there three rows in the top of the stadium in a dead quiet uh, mile high uh, wearing my Wesley Walker jersey that I had from Camp Loconda. It still fit. <laughs> I was two years into my ESPN Sports Center career and people were like, what's the Sports Center guy doing up here? Otherwise, <laughs> it's Thursday night football, you know, for NFL Network. That was the, it's been it. a while. 
It's been All a while. Right. We got to get you there as a fan so you can have an unbiased yell come out of your mouth. But, uh, <laughs> but, I know how uh, to spell Jets. I still know how to spell J-E-T-S. I do. But no, I, I, I just, again, I'm, I, I kind of am giving voice to what a lot of fans are. They're, you know, the, you know, hoping that you, along with Joe Douglas, and the decision that you made it to is the one that is going to lead it to a generationally talented kid, potentially, uh, leading a promised land with a coach of the plan. That's you know, what the, we're, we're hoping for here. The the big thing I'll say is don't judge us on the past, but judge us on what we do from this day forward. And uh, and and I think I, I think people will like what they see with with young men playing as hard as possible, playing together, uh, playing fast, playing violent, and uh, and whatever the result is, I, I think we're going to like it. But uh, but there's there's a growth that we're going to have to have, especially with our youth, but um, but it's going to be a fun process to go through. Coach, thanks for the call. Greatly appreciate it. Um, yeah. And let us I'd love to do this again. Um, and I, I look forward to talking to your quarterback, um, who I've been, not, I've been knocking on the door. So just let him know I said hi and that I'd like a call from him. How does that sound? He's, he's a great young man. You'll love talking okay, to him. Okay, I can't wait. Thanks for the call, Coach. Appreciate <laughs> yes, it. Yes, sir. You. Thank you. You bet. That's Robert Sala, head coach of the New York Jets. So, you know what? Here's the jet schedule. Pop it up, please. He's such a great I didn't even, I asked him last night, you know, asking him like, hey, right out of the gate, you see Sam Darnold. What's he supposed to say? You know, <laughs> we're going to beat his ass or, or you know, I got the coach answer last night, which is, you know, we play him when we play him. Play him, play him when we play him. Uh, but at Carolina, speaking of at Denver, at Denver, right around a New England game, right out of the gate, first home game against Belichick. Welcome to the Jets Patriots rivalry, Coach Robert Sala. Let's go. Welcome to the Jets Patriots rivalry, Zach Wilson. Can it be Mac versus Zach, which is going to be Matt at Zach and Zach at Mac is the Dr. Seuss rhyme that we're going to see in this rivalry for a long time. Can Zach beat Mac? I did not want a Mac, said Zach and the Jets. And New England said, well, you took Zach, we will take Mac. It's a Dr. Seuss rhyme coming for the Jets-Patriots rivalry. Could it happen in week two? And then there's Vrabel sitting out there week four. And then at Atlanta, that's got two asterisks next to it. Why? That's a London game. Why am I pointing that out? That's on NFL Network. Why am I pointing that out? I don't know yet, but that's in the time slot, 9.30 a.m. Eastern time. Because that's going to be 2.30 p.m. afternoon time in Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. 6.30 a.m. Pacific time, right in the old window of NFL game day morning. In the last couple of years, that's meant the NFL game day morning quartet sitting in a booth calling the game. Which means... It's entirely possible. You're calling a Jets game. I'm calling a Jets game. Oh, my God. And I don't know. I don't know. I, and I'm loath to even bring this up because oh I have gosh. not had this confirmed at all. It's all first blush. It's all we don't know. So I'll either have the week off and I'll wake up at the crack of dawn to watch the game. Since Robert Sala is saying, how long, when was the last time you watched a game as a fan? It's been a long time. Because I do, you know, again, I've done... Thursday night football, pre-games, times, and posts of a Jet game. And if you just tune in, my job is to make sure you do not know at all my longtime rooting interest or preference or who, sure, who sure, my sure. team was growing up. It really is. Because people aren't watching the game 
to wonder what my reaction is other than the fact of me calling a game professionally. You will not be able to know at all when I call that game, if I do get a chance, knock on wood to call that game. Because all four of us yesterday when we're sitting there in SoFi Stadium, we're all like, did we get to call that game? We don't know. But we're assuming that would be great. That would be great. You won't know. I don't buy it, Rich. What, that you you won't know? Because if Irv was calling no. a Cowboy game, we wouldn't know that that was Irv's team. And I think people that like you no, I know like that, to tune in, and they no, know but, that you're a Jets fan. No, but, I think no, that's fun. No, I, the last thing, if you're a Falcon fan, is you. I don't want you turning the game off because you think I have a rooting interest. That's the thing that drives Joe Buck nuts. Yeah. That everybody thinks that he's rooting against yeah. his team yeah. or, or her team. And, and the crazy thing about all that is it gets to be such a stupid fever pitch as Joe Buck gets tweets about they are rooting against his team and he's not calling the game. Remember that? It was a Red Sox game and people are like, I can't stand Joe Buck. He's roots against the Red Sox every time he calls the game. And then he retweets that I'm not calling the game. There's just irrational hate for Joe Buck. And, 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 and I'll be honest with you. I don't want to give too much. I don't want to give too much. Like on this show, it's called the Rich Eisen Show. Yeah. I am myself. That's it. On NFL Network, I might give you a little bit of a hint during a game day morning or something like that because everybody knows I'm a Jet fan, and I made a fun made fun out of it last year when Santa Mooch gave me the Trevor Lawrence wig <laughs> for 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 Christmas. You know, like we have fun with that, but I I wouldn't want people to think yeah, that I I will be a biased caller of a game. Like that's not why you're tuning in to watch a game. And then on the back end, man, on the back end of the Jet season because they're on the road so much to start. Look at the back-to-back home games that they have. Look at the back-to-back home games that they have. Buffalo and Miami in a row. Philadelphia and New Orleans in a row. Jacksonville and Tampa in a row. By the way, the last last four games. games. I mean, the last – and it's crazy seeing week 18. You know, we had Levante David on to start the the show yesterday. And Levante David said the first thing that he did is what Kurt does, which is look for the cold-weather games. And he said he saw week 17, first week in January, first weekend in January at the Jets. And I said to him, don't worry. You got a quarterback who knows all about playing against the Jets in week 17. (laughs) And he'll take you home. He'll keep you warm. (laughs) He knows all about it. So Jets can't quit Brady. Here comes Brady. Here comes Brady and then the Bills. Great stuff. I, I want to take a break right here uh, on the show. And when we come back, I'll tell some fun behind the scenes stories of that schedule release show last night. And uh, maybe uh, see Del Tufo seats at SoFi. That's coming up. <laughs> it's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung. And that means spring cleaning, or at least. The partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop 
from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code EISEN. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. You have two dogs. Two dogs, yes. Okay. Billy Jean and Bob Costas. Okay, now let's walk us through. (laughs) So I grew up with all rescue dogs. We were just talking about that. And coincidentally, they all had bee names when we adopted them. And so when Andy and I got our first dog, we wanted to give her a bee name. And so, of course, we are huge fans of Billie Jean, and Andy adores her, knows her personally. So we named our dog naturally after Billie Jean. Mm -hmm. When we got our second dog, we just loved Billy and Bob, the idea of two dogs being Billy and Bob. And so we tried to think of like a tennis Bob, you know, and we thought of an Olympics Bob, Bob Costas. Well, uh, you've never met Bob? No, I have not. Okay, is the actual real live Bob Costas on the line here on the Rich Eisen Show? Uh, Yes, he is. (laughs) Are are, Are you there, Bob? Yes, and I'm just calling to check on my namesake. Hello, Brooklyn, but really I'm more concerned with how my namesake is doing. Hi, Bob Costas. I've, we've never I spoken before. No, no, we haven't. And somehow you've managed, I'm sure, to house train and take care of Bob Costas. And the canine Bob Costas is thriving, I trust. You know, he has his good days and his bad days. House trained is generous. You know, he occasionally leaves us a present on the couch. Um, I hope you don't do the same. Um, and he just got out of his cone last week. So, oh. no, we are not doing a great job raising our Bob Costas. But, um, but he... <laughs> is a wonderful, lovely fellow, I'm sure, much like yourself. <laughs> and, you know, much like myself, he has his good days and his bad days. And, you know, Rich, yes. now that I'm no longer doing the Olympics, I'm not going to do the Super Bowl, this may be my single best ongoing claim to fame. <laughs> that Andy, and, you know, Andy and Brooklyn have, have a pup named after me. Well, did you, were you aware, of Bob, of, of the dog being named Bob Costas? The first time I became aware was when Brooklyn was a guest on The Tonight Show when Jay Leno was still hosting, and she dropped this bit of info on a breathless public, and I happened to be watching. (laughs) Come on. I had no idea. That's so funny. True story. Are you offended or are you flattered? Because it can go both ways. I mean, English Bulldogs are not attractive dogs. It's okay. It may may help my street cred in some small way. I think they are beautiful, beautiful dogs, if that makes you feel any better. Beautiful dogs. They, they, they are. They are beautiful dogs. Mm-hmm. They don't seem like a perfect physical representation of me, but I'll take whatever right. you want to offer. It's all good. And Bob Costas, I can only call you by your first and last name now. <laughs> so if we meet in person, it will be, hello, Bob Costas. You must know that. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready for it. Thank you, Brooklyn Decker. Well, I would say Bob Costas stay, but we're out of time, Bob. Well, thank you, Rich Eisen. (laughs) (laughs) That was so much fun that day. Pulling off capers like that. I love doing that here. YouTube.com slash Rich Eisen show for the entire 
Rich Eisen Show archive coming up on seven years here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH is the number to dial here on the program. Uh, I will I will say this about last night uh, on NFL Network on the, our schedule release show. Um, and I, I'm I'm I, I'm always shoot you straight here on the program. That SoFi Stadium at Hollywood Park is one of the greatest places I've ever been, and I haven't seen much more of it other than just the run rich run with a few fans in the building and the music playing. And last night, I I I got to tell you, it is a jewel on the sports landscape of this continent and if you are in Los Angeles and have an opportunity to go see a game I can't wait to see one and I will I will because you know NFL Network is moving there as you as you I don't know if you saw last night I did with Matthew Stafford I pulled with him but I did pulled with Brandon Staley (laughs) I asked him for his parking spot as you know I'm trying to cobble together Brandon Staley's spot when the when the Rams are, are home and then I went I went for Stafford's spot, you know, and Kurt said that to Stafford he should hold me up trying to make a deal for, like, money or something. I'm like, this is not, like, a jersey situation. It's not a jersey. Yeah. It's like he's not, like, clearly, you know, it, when a player asks for another player's jersey, that player would ordinarily be using the jersey on the day of the game in which you're asking for his jersey for them to use on the day of the game. Staff, this is no skin off Stafford's nose. He's not using the spot. Well, not from 4.30 to – Ten. No, no, he's not there. He's away. He's He's away. He's away. But if he's away, it's it. Yeah, the hope spot's open. You know, and I'm trying to pull off this gambit without knowing this part about SoFi. Don't know if there's one player lot where, you know, right where Stafford's spot is going to be Herbert's spot. You know. Oh, it's QB one. You know what I mean? Like what I'm saying. Like I I just don't know if that's the QB one spot. That's the way it's going to work. And sort of same spot. Like this, when you're on a bus, same seats going coming. You have to call same seats, yeah. but I just don't know if you call same spot. If you're so far, there's just one player lot for the Rams and the Chargers, and then that <laughs> means that my whole gambit's just going to go right down the tubes. <laughs> <laughs> and Mooch just says to me, like, "What are you doing?" Like we go to commercial break. He goes, "What are you doing?" And I said, "At least I didn't ask, you know, if he wants the natural again, because <laughs> oh you know these guys are like you guys saying, please uh, stop asking that." Matt me- Ryan, by the way, on next Tuesday's edition of the Rich Johnson Show. But SoFi Stadium, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, because it, it is the, the roof of the place is not on top of, it's not attached to the stadium. It goes over the, the stadium. It goes over the stadium. So they, it's, it's an open-air stadium with a covering on top of it, with a canopy on top of it. And it's translucent. So, you know, it lets in the sunlight. And, and the thing that's really wild to me about it is that Oculus that goes around the, over the top of the field. It's over the entire top of the field. It goes from end zone to end zone, and it goes from sideline to sideline. And it's there's the, there's the inside ring that if you're underneath the circle, you'll be able to see that part of the video board. And then if you're, uh, you know, your eyesight is above it or in line with it, you'll see the outside. It's the same thing. What's on the inside is on the outside of this Oculus. I get goosebumps just talking about it because I've never seen anything like it. And the thing that's amazing, the thing is absolutely, I don't know how they pull this off because I've seen it now in the daylight from the run. And then yesterday, you know, I went straight from the show there. And then 
I saw it at night for the NFL honors shoot that I did right. in January when I was there for a hot minute doing a stand-up for the NFL honors show. And then last night, you know, the show ended after sundown. I don't know how they do it. There's no shadows on the field. That Oculus does not cast a shadow on the field. So it's not like you're going to be like trying to look back at the at, 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 at a ball and, and it's sort of like a baseball that right. you can't pick up because of the shadows. I don't know how they do it. There's no shadow on the field of anything. That Oculus doesn't cast a shadow. And I'm like, it, you know what it's like? Because a number of times I would just turn around and I would look at that roof and I'd look at the field and just the way it looked, it it didn't look real. It looked like I, I had to reach out to touch right. it. Wow. It You know what it was like? It was like looking into VR glasses. Yeah. It's just like you're in a video game. <laughs> That's amazing. I've never seen anything like it. And then, you know, I look past the cameras and the escalators that bring you into the concourse, which was, I think, the second floor concourse, goes right outside. Yeah. It's an outdoor stadium, but with a canopy over it, makes you think you're indoors. I'll tell you this, if you're fortunate to go to one of these games in November and December, and certainly if the playoffs or the Super Bowl, you better bring a jacket and it's because, you know, the, it's not too far from the ocean as the crow flies. Right. And... It's an outdoor stadium that looks like an indoor stadium with no shadows, none. And every seat, the sight line is amazing. I can't rave enough about this place. Now, I haven't been to Vegas yet, and we'll, we'll talk about it with Mayock tonight. I mean, later on in the third hour, certainly, when we definitely, and he knows, <laughs> I'm, bringing up the, I'm bringing up the club in the end zone. First question. The Mayock bottle service. Whether, you know, he's a, is he a vodka guy or, you know, I know I think he's a red wine guy. He's bought, he's, he's a very, he's, gonna, he's got a nice red wine palate, I know, from all the dinners that I've had with him. But this stadium, it's I can't, amazing. I mean, I cannot rave enough about it. I'm with you, Rich. That's the whole thing. I would just, I would just be in a commercial break and I'd turn around or I'd catch a glimpse of the shot that they would have of the four of us on our set. Like, that thing is amazing. I walked most of it the past couple of days and like went in all like almost right. everywhere. Went to the top, yeah, like to the the seats all the way up. The, like you said, there's not a bad seat in the house. There's not a bad seat in the house. And what's insane is it's so big. I got lost like two or three times. Yeah, it's kind of like, crazy oh, yeah, that you yeah, said yeah. that you walked the stadium. We had no idea, except for the fact that when you weren't working <laughs> here, you were tweeting out it. photographs of you walking around, like week. everything. Like, hey, here's the view from my season tickets. Yes. Here's a view for the private open bar food area right below my seats. Here's Pizza. me in the truck just to make it prove that I'm actually working. I mean, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. hey, everybody, there's if me. If I just show pictures of me walking around. And then... Did you take a picture of Brockman seats to prove that yours are better? Did that actually happen? No, 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 no. I went and sat near where his seats are. And I said to Chris and these guys, I didn't take a picture, but I said, you're a little high. You're a little up there. Wow. I mean, it was, but they're up there. That's the Look shot. That shot. That's the shot. That's in, it's amazing. That panorama. I mean, Rich, we've been in almost every state. You've definitely had Now, it. I know that, it, look, it it's does insane. cast a shadow right there. I, oh. I didn't see one. It does. It. Uh, I. I. I was looking there. I'm like, is there a shadow on the field? Uh, I guess yeah. it's right there. Yeah, maybe. So you don't see that? it oh, like that. Four o'clock. Yeah. This I, was I don't a, know. This was about. Four it's crazy. I mean, yeah. the number of times that I would look for a shadow, I didn't see one on the field. But maybe I wasn't looking too. But it's. It's crazy. I can't wait, Rich. I may only sell my seats for half. I know that. This year. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I'm just kidding. There's, Are you going? 
Oh, yeah. I've already marked off the, the, the keynote games that I'll be attending. Okay. What are those? Opening well, night for sure. Is the Rams schedule? Yeah. Oh, the Rams schedule. Opening, right, you'll be there for the Bears? Opening night Bears. for sure. Since you know, you know Adam, our call screener, is hoping oh, one of you guys are going to cough dying. up those seats to him. But right. we've been waiting, Mike. We've been waiting now. We've been waiting two years. It's, well, even well, five. five yeah. it's like the state, the so we're definitely going opening yeah. night. Opening night we're going. Yes. Definitely going to see Tom Brady. 100% for Tom 100% going to see Tom Brady. Tom Brady comes in week three. Week three. Oh, going great. to see Tom Brady. Excited about that. Why would you want to see that? Kyler Murray the next week? Uh, By the way, Goff comes home. Goff comes home. Do you think Goff gets booed? Oh, ow. I don't know, man. He took him to the Super Bowl. He can't. Uh, why Ooh, would you boo Jared? Yeah. Who, who wants to say, I'm going to show up and boo Jared I don't know. Just, like, just throwing that out there. actually say, I can't wait to go to SoFi Stadium and boo Jared More Goff. likely, Brady booed in Foxborough? Goff. <laughs> so that's so that's, that's, that's throwing week, it out there. That's week seven, by the way, where Stafford welcomes his old team. Oh, boy. Sunday night yeah. game oh. against the Titans. You're absolutely sending those tickets. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. so oh, yeah. You're selling those yeah. tickets. Yeah. Those are those big what, are you really going to schlep all the way down or watch Ron Tannehill? Not on a Sunday no. night. No. 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 Yeah, on a Sunday I night. Am, yeah. I am pretty excited to see uh, the playoff-bound Jacksonville Jaguars yeah. in December. I want to see Meyer and, Tre- uh, and oh, Trevor yeah. Lawrence is excited coming. excited to see Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think he's the real deal. Seahawks, you got you got to stick for that. And then the 49ers of the last week. Yeah. So you're not selling your tickets. Uh, Seahawks for, and 49ers, Rich. Seahawks so, and 49ers. Yeah. Good, good secondary market for them here, yeah. here in town. But why wouldn't you want to go if you're a Rams fan? That's that's when the, that's when rubber meets road. That's the playoff push. Well, we'll, we'll see. You're not a Rams fan. That's the whole point. <laughs> now Del Tufo swears I'm a Rams fan. I got this, and yet no, you have the Raiders season it. tickets too. Yes, I'm going. Right. I'm going to go to you're Sunday going. night and then Monday night in the first week one. You're going that Monday night. Yeah, double, I'll be off. This guy's going to so double dip. You're just you. You tell He's me right now. You're right down there. Yeah. Just so you know, I will that fly Tuesday, out. That Monday, you're not going. There's, I'm definitely going. That no, you're first doing the show Monday. You can get to Vegas. You he can said drive. that. He's like, you, you can do the show that. that Monday and drive and get there. There's a thing called uh, pre-gaming, Rich. That's uh, the I early the night. flight. You're I, I may have to DJ that Sunday night in the end zone. You ask me. Like one o'clock southwest of Vegas, you're there. I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna but do that. Yeah, I'll Tuesday work. might be rough, Rich. There's Rich, no way. I'm Mike coming it back. back Tuesday. Are we gonna really use Mayock Real Estate for you to ask him yes. to get an in yes. to DJ yes. in the club? Like uh, who's DJing? One hundred percent. I've yes. we, I've known Mayock since the know first that. draft. I mean, yes. I know that. we have to. I have to do that. And by the way, we have to be there. Yeah. Show on site. To support Mike. That Monday night? That, yeah. Do we do, yeah. A, do we do a roadie? I think, yeah. I think we might have to do a roadie. Yeah. I don't know how we pulled that one off. <laughs> uh, we're not going to make Vegas. it back in time. Brockman would walk to Vegas if he could do that with me. <laughs> so for those who are going to be watching the secondary ticket market here in SoFi, as I said, hey, if you want to come here, you should yeah. go. Yeah, I think they're what the NFL.com slash tickets was the... Uh, the, the, the Ticketmaster also. Ticketmaster. Was the, uh, yeah, was the, sponsor, the link yeah. that I gave out many times last night yeah uh hey november 7th make make you know sunday night right now brockman's already flexing out of those seats for that game that's brockman's flex game october 24th we're flexing out of the line flexing out of the lions don't you want to go see jared goff come home and see if they'll bite a kneecap off come on we're flexing out of the lions october 24th november 7th you're, not you're just not a fan um and you're not you a know fan. It, it hit me up on the dm for december 19th and january 9th 
<laughs> Using Rich Eisen show real estate to pawn off his season tickets. So excited. Got to SoFi until you, you make an offer he can't refuse. He's just circumventing seat geek over there. <laughs> Rich, I have a child. It's tough. I got to get him. Child care is your issue. I don't know what my excuse is. Well, I need to sell. But, but Brady's I'm coming a, week oh, nuts. three. What? I can't oh. wait. On Fox, just up oh. the road. LFG. I may sleep. Wait, I can get a pass. Fox. Oh, I don't. But those tickets are sale. Get a that, pass. What are you going to do? Walk around and do what? <laughs> I like to be on. Try and get a selfie. You're not going to take. I might. Who's With got Charger Cowboys? Aaron tickets. Jones, the Packers <laughs> coming cool. up. Lots to ask this Aaron about another Aaron here on the Rich Eisen Show. I got a selfie with Brady that day. No, you're not. Raiders. Let's get this Raiders. I don't know. If, I'm sorry, Raiders Hoskins. Made. I don't know if you've got the Raiders schedule in your... I mean, they got it. All right, here we go. All right, Mike. Raiders. Mike's go. definitely going uh, to week, week one. one. You're going week one for 100%. the Ravens Monday night. You're not taking off. You can take a plane. No, I can take, take a, a flight, Mike. Monday's going to be tough, though. Monday's, getting back. But Monday's going to be... Mon- so Tuesday... Tuesday coming back. No, Tuesday you are come back here. Absolutely. I want a hungover Del Tufo sitting right here. That's good TV. That's good That's good TV. Uh, that's, good TV. That's, true. that's true. That's true. That's good TV. Come on. You could take an early morning, morning flight. Oh, morning flight. That's right. I could land right... That's it. I'm in. I'm back. Okay, good. <laughs> it might not so be reliable. good for the show. Dolphins uh, week three. Dolphins, Dolphins week, week three. three. Wow. When Brady's coming here, Tua's going there. So you're, you're definitely... You're definitely selling those Miami tickets. You're not going to cough up a Brady Ram no. seat. No, 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 no. Okay. Bears week five. Bears week five. You're going week five? See ya. I'm going to give them to Adam. You'll make good. We're going to give those to Adam's going to Vegas. Adam's going to go to Vegas. Vegas. I feel, you know what we should do? We should make him bid on it on like the price is right. If he goes over, he sells the tickets on the secondary ticket market. Let's do it. That's a great idea. Okay. Yes. Flight. All of it. This could be yours, Adam, if. If. The price is right. The price is right. Or he could go over. We're absolutely <laughs> doing that, and we'll throw in a popcorn machine, even though we already know it's $41, right? Or $47. $47, somewhere. In there. And the second basket's 85 or 58 We'll play Master Key with Adam. See what she gets. He gets the flight, yes. gets the hotel, the yes. or both, or all of them. Yes, we should play Master, Master Key with King. Adam for Bear Stick. And the bottom Take th- the middle key, Adam. And the bottom third of all Price is Right games played Boy. of all time. Oh, Let's true. not forget. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles uh, on the 24th. Oh, good secondary market for that. Yeah, one. that's a big secondary. So you got to look at see if what the Rams seat is. How about this one, dude? Chiefs. Chiefs, you got to yeah. go to that one. I, mean, I have they to have do that. To. That's Sunday yeah, November night. 14th. Sunday, yeah. That's Sunday night. That's a Sunday night. I'm there going to go. Album. Yeah. Sunday night. Mike, which one of these Bengals, tickets? Bengals, that's a, you know, hey, everybody. Hey, do you know how many people in Ohio, diehard Bengals fans who want to get out of the cold and maybe go to Las Vegas, Nevada, would He's, take those tickets in a heartbeat? I've already had people contact to sell the whole season, Rich, to buy it. It's Washington insane. football team coming Because they know you have tickets. TJ. Fantastic. Ryan Fitzpatrick. one, Mike. Is he the starter then? With a Galifianakis type beard. Is he the, is he the for, starter uh, then? <laughs> in, uh, in Vegas? Will Adam be over? Yeah, this segment's over. Well done. But if Adam's going to be like this segment, no tickets. Nope. Oh, fantastic.